You're tuning in to the Welcome to Motherhood podcast, the series that helps to make motherhood easier, one podcast at a time. I'm your host, Natasha Suttle, mum of four, midwife, educator, terrible housewife, and huge advocate for ditching the mum guilt. Find advice for all your motherhood questions from birth onwards. So here we go, let's get into it. Today I am interviewing someone who I admire hugely. She is a freaking powerhouse. This amazing woman is a mum who has gone from working for someone else to creating her own empire in the space of a few years. Kayla owns Lash Fame, a brilliant eyelash business in Queensland, as well as co-owning Fame and Feisty, a training school for upcoming lash artists and businesswomen. I've asked her to be on this episode as she is a true example of how being a stay-at-home mum who dabbled a hand at a little at-home work that then grew into something so much bigger and probably beyond anything she ever expected it to be. So let me introduce you to the amazing Kayla Saoni. Kayla, thank you so much for giving up your time to chat to me today. Thanks for having me, Tash. It's so nice to join you today and um, share my journey of the sort of past few years. So excited to be here. Oh, I love it. Okay. We are going to knuckle straight into it for this little quick fire interview. And first things first, can you please tell our listeners a little background on where you started and then where you are now? Absolutely. If I think back to sort of where my business experience began. When I left school, I started working for one of New Zealand's largest banking corporations. And I was probably the worst employee. I was young and I was going out a lot and I just didn't really have a good work ethic. I fell pregnant not long after I started working there. So I think I'd been there 18 months. I was lucky enough to be able to take maternity leave. Once I returned to work, I just had this fire in my belly that I wanted to do more. I wanted to be more. I wanted to do my daughter proud. So I got into a training facilitator role where I was training staff right across New Zealand. So I would travel between Auckland and Wellington. I think I was 19 at the time. Wow. And I was training all the new staff that was coming through the bank. We went through a massive merger. So I was training two brands across two different sites. When I moved to Australia in 2011, I sort of had a bit of a change of scenery. So I got into a business development role and I was helping companies across Australia build their brands in Queensland. So I looked after companies that were based in New South Wales, Victoria, Western Australia, and I helped build their businesses in Queensland. Um, when I got married to my husband, I had my girlfriend do my lashes for my wedding for the very first time. And when I opened my eyes, I looked in the mirror and just felt the most beautiful I'd ever felt in my entire life. And at that moment, I just knew that I wanted to make other women feel as beautiful as I did at that moment. So after our wedding, I enrolled in my first lash course and started doing lashes on the side at home. 
I built my business up so much that I actually didn't have time to work my full-time job anymore. So I resigned and put absolutely everything I had into my little home salon. 12 months ago, I moved into a beautiful studio and about six or seven months ago, we I opened a lash and brow academy with one of my very good friends, Jess from Feisty Beauty. So we have girls coming through our academy, teaching them the fundamentals of lashes and brows, um, all things business. And uh, we also teach advanced stylists as well. So that's where I'm at at the moment. Well, you say that's where you're at, like it's a little journey. That's huge. That's amazing. You're like, just casually, that's where it's at. You know, nothing, nothing to see here. Oh my goodness. So basically you've gone from playing small to playing large in a really small amount of time in the beauty industry. And I love how you mentioned like it made you feel so good. So that's what you wanted other people to feel like it's all about that emotion behind how good it made you feel and actually making others feel the same way, which is such an awesome feeling, especially even for you as the artist doing that for people. Absolutely. I think, you know, anyone who's had the lashes or brows done will tell you how confident it makes them feel, how empowered they feel. And, you know, I love that I'm able to provide that to my clients and also now in the academy as well, giving, sharing my experience and how I built my business in between having children and... And everything else that life needs. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so that kind of ties on well, actually. My next question I wanted to ask you, and I'm dying to hear your answer to it, is how do you juggle everything you are doing and aiming to do also in the future, what you're building towards with your big family and still maintain your role as mum? Yeah, it's definitely a a challenge. Um, My husband owns a business as well and he works full-time. So he's gone most mornings sort of between 2.30 and 4.30 a.m. Wow. Um, So we run a very tight shift. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Everyone knows their role. Um, We have two 14-year-old girls, a six-year-old boy and a three-year-old boy. So everyone has their own little jobs that they have to take care of. Yeah. Um, You know, my husband is very supportive. He takes on a lot of the parental duties as well. It's very much a shared role. Yeah. Um, My job as mom is planning for the family, making sure that our routine is intact and that we're super, super organized. So a lot of the time on the weekends, I'll spend time doing food prep for the week and yeah, just making sure that everyone's got their own jobs doing what they need to do. And the girls do help out a lot as well with the little boys. (laughs) No, I am. I was sitting there nodding along like, yep, I feel like my house is the same because we've got similar age children and similar family situation. The only thing I don't do is the meal prep. I need to be better with that because that's the one thing I think I get let down on is that everyone has their role. We run a super tight ship, but meals are never prepared. And when my husband home at home, it's fine. When he's away at work, we uh, bake beans and noodles far too often, (laughs) far too often. 
So yeah. rolling it back to when you first started having kids. So we're talking like, mm-hmm. you know, 14 years ago, how mm. did you imagine your work life and mum life? Like how did you imagine it would look when you first had babies? I sort of like looked at the people around me and, and they made it look so easy. Yeah. You know, I had my daughter and for most of her younger years, I was a single mum. So I think like I had pictured myself being a stay-at-home mom and that sort of thing. But for me personally, to be the best mum that I could be for my daughter, I needed to be back at work and trying to make something of my life so that I could give her, you know, a good education and give her things that I had that, you know, my parents were able to, to provide for me as a young child as well. I definitely had dreams when I was younger. I just wasn't sure what they were at that point. Yeah. So I just knew that my why was I wanted to create a life for my daughter that she could grow up and be proud of her mum and be proud of what her mum was doing and, and aspire to be like me. That's what my why was. So I always had a very clear, I guess, goal in that sense, but I never had a clear picture of what that looked like or what job or... Yeah, where that would actually end up being. Yeah. That's right. And that's the thing. And I like like from what you were saying before, how like when you had her and you went back to work and like you knew there was just something else, like it was kind of, Mm. it would have been that how, and I know a lot of mums have talked about it and I've done it myself where it's like, Mm. I know this is good, but this isn't the end game. Like this isn't Mm. where I'm supposed to sit. Like there's, there's going to be more from here. I've just got to work out what on earth it is. Um, so I can get there. There's so much gold in what you're saying for people to take away. Let me ask you, and there'll be mums listening out there with their new babies at home who have probably either taken a break from their career or even pondering returning to a career and what that will look like and going back to work as a mum. And also there's going to be people listening that I don't know what their dream career is, like we just talked about, but they know there's something. What advice do you have for mums out there listening on how to be a mum, but yet still kick some career goals along the way? Like what are your tips with that? Yeah, I think find your why. Find out, you know, why you're doing what you want to do or why you're doing what you do or why you want to start doing what you want to do. So really find what your why is and get to the core of that first. And once you know what that is, don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Everyone has their own opinion. and you know, I even remember thinking back to when I started doing lashes, like I was told, oh, that's not a job. You know, what are you doing that for? Yeah. And And you would have been like, oh, thanks for that. (laughs) Yeah. And and like when I first started, I was embarrassed to tell people I did because, you know, people didn't see it as a career. Yeah. A real job. A real job. It was like, oh, you do lashes. Okay. They didn't understand why I did lashes and they didn't understand where I wanted to take my business. So, you know, my advice for any woman out there unsure of what they want to do is find your why and don't let anyone drag you down. Don't let anyone tell you that what you want to do is not valid 
or not good enough. Yeah, or not a real job, as you mentioned. Could you imagine if when you started doing lashes and people were saying things like, oh, that's a nice hobby or, you know, that's not a real job. Imagine if you just stopped there and been taken on and gone, yeah, fair enough. I'll get it. I'll go back to having a proper job and you wouldn't be Mm. where you are today. You wouldn't be as successful as you are today if you'd taken on any of that feedback. Yeah, and, you know, I think for people out there, challenge the status quo. Don't be afraid. You know, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. Work hard, be independent, be whoever you want to be, do what you want to do, and don't let anyone sway you from that. I think I learned a lot of lessons along the way. You soon learn very quick who your friends are. Yeah. <laughs> so you just keep your tight circle and anyone that's not prepared to support you, then just not worth the time of day. Absolutely, because they don't have to understand what you're doing, why you're doing it, but they just need to support the fact that this is what you're doing and this is where you're taking it. So be a cheerleader from behind. If you're not going to be, <laughs> jump out of the Absolutely. bus and carry on and True. keep doing what you want to do. Oh, okay, this is so brilliant. I feel quite pumped myself hearing you and I already know, I already know part of your, and most of your story already, so that it's even more <laughs> exciting just to hear it again. Okay, so my final big question for you is Mm. as your kids watch from the sidelines, especially like your daughters, as you mentioned before, cheering you on in your Mm. business and supporting you, what are the key things that you want them to learn and take on board from actually watching your journey and what you've been doing? Yeah, I really want all my children to know that nothing comes easy because I think we live in a world now where a lot of children are given things on a silver platter. Oh, absolutely. I just want my children to know that they have to work hard. They have to be independent, but I also want them just to be comfortable in their own skin and be whoever they want to be and do whatever they want to do and just follow their dreams. And you're a shining example of that because they would have been watching your journey from, you know, taking over a room at home for you to do lashes Mm. to where you're at now. And I mean, fast forward five years, you're going to be even in a whole new space. So it's like, you know, watch the space, but they've, they've exactly seen that whole journey from start to finish. So it's, yeah, it's, you are so amazing. And I followed your journey and we have been, since you were starting, you know, talking about doing lashes at home. And now it's like, every time I check on your Instagram, I'm like, what is she doing now? And oh my goodness, you inspire me so much. It's ridiculous. Um, Both you, well, you and your husband, you're both doing amazing things. So your kids are just going to be so set up to be, they're going to get out there and completely (laughs) want to challenge how the world is because they've got this whole entrepreneur mindset. We can work hard, Mm. you know, no one's going to be able to stop them from doing what they want to do in the future. I am going to ask you, as I do with all my Mm. guests on the show, I want to hear your top three tips just for navigating motherhood. Mm. This is a tough one, but teach your children how to do basic things from a young age. I don't think it's ever too young to learn, you know, how to get themselves dressed, how to make their beds, you know, how to make their cereal, how to do things that, you know, we think a two-year-old doesn't know how to do. It actually gives them a real sense of independence and a real sense of achievement. Oh, absolutely. They get their pants on the right way or... And it may take 10 times, but they will get there. That's right. (laughs) 
Exactly. And I think as a busy mum, those little things definitely help when we're everyone is so time for. So yeah. just getting little humans to just be independent, teach them basic things from a young age. Mm-hmm. I think also surround yourself with really positive and uplifting people. As a mum, it can be quite isolating, especially if none of, uh, when I was 19, I had no friends that had children. You can feel quite isolated and that's normal. But try and surround yourself with other positive women, other uplifting women or friends or family that, you know, support you and love you and give you positive energy and vibe. Don't worry about people that don't give you that sort of vibe. Oh, I love that. I'm nodding along here like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) go. So what's your third tip? My third tip would be to just take time out with your children. Life does get busy and I think it's really important to just step away from the grind and just be with your children, just be mum, whether it's taking them for a walk to the park or a bike ride or a swim at the beach or a picnic or, you know, local playground. Just somewhere you can switch off and just enjoy your time with your precious little people because, you know, those years don't last long. And before you know it, you've got a 14-year-old and life just passes you by. So, you know, I know. <laughs> conscious effort to, yeah, just be present. Make sure you take time to just be there. Be mum. I totally agree. I often say to my husband, like with our youngest being, oh, you know, he's about to turn three in March. We often look at him and I'm like, how did this happen? Like there's, this is just gone and we're not going to have any more babies. So this, this is it, you know, like every time he does something and you'd be exactly the same, every time they do something, it's like, this is going so fast. We just need to stop and do the little things that don't seem to matter to us. We can take half an hour and do something with them that we can just switch Mm -hmm. off, be present, watch them play on a swing, you know, just those real simple acts of being there, but tapping out just to be there with them. So I totally agree with all three of those. I could ask you so many more questions, but I'd be going forever. Thank you so, so, so much for joining me today and chatting to you has been inspiring for me and also those listening. And also a lot of the, a lot of mums out there wondering like where to from here um, and what Mm. their plans will be when they return to the workforce or how that looks and where they return to. I hope you guys Mm. have taken some awesome gold nuggets on board from the lovely Kayla today. Mm. So Kayla, if listeners want to find out more about about you or contact you how will they find you on the internet and on the socials so my personal studio page is at lash fame underscore and my lash and brow academy is at fame and feisty underscore I love it. There'll be a lot of people out there typing those in, wanting to know who the person behind the voice is, who's doing all these amazing things. So I am going to say thank you again. And this is going to wrap up today's wee interview. I thank you all for listening in. And don't forget to jump on my Instagram or Facebook, Welcome to Motherhood Podcast, and let me know how you found today's interview. Thanks, Kayla. Thanks so much, Tash. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Welcome to Motherhood Podcast. 
Be sure to subscribe to be alerted when each new episode hits the airwaves. I hope you enjoyed it and can walk away with a few key take-home messages to help you make your motherhood journey that little bit easier. See you next time.